Welcome to the Optimist Chronicles, your emotional safe space to explore and be who you are and feel all of your feelings. I'm your host, Anna Marie Green, clinical therapist, emotional wellness coach, and soul-led optimist, here to bring you all the topics and conversations to help you become more of yourself and see life in a more positive view. Let's go. Guys, I have exciting news. There are several new offers right now and offers coming down the pipeline at you got this emotional wellness the first is the six month coaching program it is a journey to mind-blowing confidence to stop pretending and to never be at the mercy of your anxiety again and those doors close august 30th so make sure you get in the next is now until september 1st i am offering dream healing sessions we break down decode all of your reoccurring dreams so that you have the answers to your problems the next is any recent big change or you're just having some intense feelings and need help getting through it like a breakup or a family fight the my vent sessions are perfect to give you everything you need to move forward from difficult situations schedule yours online today all this information can be found on the links in the show notes hi and welcome back to the optimist chronicles guys it is episode five which feels so epic because i have been dreaming of having a podcast for so long that it just seemed i'm just like wow i can't believe i'm already at episode five real quick before we get into the episode i want to just go over some exciting things that we have going on uh, at You Got This Wellness. So um, based off of the excitement and curiosity and just all the questions that you guys had based off of last week's episode on dream interpretation and figuring out the hidden messages for your daily problems in your dreams, I am until um, September 1st, I am offering dream healing sessions, which are 45 minute sessions where I'm going to be, well, I'm going to work with you to dissect your dream and pull out whatever the messages are, including like what the problem is that your subconscious mind wants you to focus on that you're avoiding. And then the answers to those problems based off of what is happening in the dream. It's super cool. It is something that I use all the time with clients in session. And it is also something that I like, I just love, I love dream interpretations. It's so much fun. Um, I talked a lot about last week, so I won't go into that too much, but I'm only offering these until September 1st because of the Alive Coaching Program. Officially the, you know, the sessions and everything really get started on September 5th. And as well as I'm going to be starting group skills workshops, um, which are going to be open to everyone Um, And I'll have more details on those next week because that'll start September 15th. So there's a lot of other things kind of coming through the the pipeline. So I, um, I'm offering these really quick for the next two weeks. Or if you, you know, if you do schedule one, you can schedule one well into later in the month, but I'm only going to have this open until like 1159 on September 1st. So if you didn't already Go online, schedule your dream healing session. It's only $110 and I don't offer um, a lot of opportunities to work one-on-one with me um, for that low of a price. So this is a super um, unique opportunity and I'm doing that because I love, love, love dream interpretation so much and I really want to give you guys an opportunity to know and understand your dreams the best that you possibly can and also the answers to the problems that you're facing or refusing to face. Okay. 
back to the episode at hand. So today we are talking about emotional memory tracking. And for those of you who do not know, and I don't remember if I mentioned this in the first episode when I was kind of talking about everything, but this is a strategy that I use all the time, almost, I would say almost every day, but especially in my coaching programs, this is one of the like pillars of skill, like skill pillars that we use. And it's one of the most impactful things that I actually have integrated into my programming for clients and for myself. And some of the like, I guess how it looks and, and when you break it down um, in like the, the psych psychology therapy world, it would also be like a type of visualization um, in the spiritual uh, world, as you call it. Um, you know, my, my community there, they, we would probably call it more of, I guess it's kind of almost like a reading, a little bit an energetic reading. Uh, but I call it emotionally memory tracking because of the, the what we're specifically doing. And why I want to talk about it with you guys today is because it is like the best kept secret. It is such a transformational tool for you to be able to take your emotion and essentially track where you've experienced it before and figure out what is still coming up for you. It unlocks some like wild shit. I... um. Well, I'll get into it in a couple minutes. I'm talking about this specifically today because it, I used it this past weekend. Um, I was really struggling with like feeling a little bit stuck and just having some like bigger emotions that I wasn't totally understanding why they were coming up. But I also had been noticing that my anxiety was starting to speak to me. Like I was having more of my anxiety language communicating, kind of taking over um, specifically in like that. So uh, if in the previous episodes, I talked about how my primary anxiety language is overachiever. And so what usually happens for me is whenever something is making me feel unsafe, is making me feel like I can't be myself, I can't express myself. I start to focus on like, okay, what am I going to do? What am I, this is, this is going to help me be successful. And this is going to like, like anything and everything to the point of exhaustion of working on, working on things, especially when it comes to like career or business stuff. And, and what makes it a little bit different now versus past times in my life is that having my own business, it feels very easy to just like work all of the time because there's always something that you could be doing. There's always, you know, more things that you could be planning, um, that kind of thing. So I, and it took, um, I'm in this class with, a. it's one of Nikki Novo's classes. It's called soul teacher. And it's, it's my woo woo, my spiritual community. And I love it. And they did a reading on me in one of the practice circles. I had this question about connecting to my spirit guides and all that kind of stuff. And one of the, actually all of them, they were like, Hey, so what we're getting is that like, you need to relax. You need to chill out. You need to, um, rest. Like they were like, we're, they're really emphasizing sleep. And afterwards they kind of asked if it resonated. And I, I was in the car, um, with my boyfriend at the time. And I, (laughs) I remember being so upset. I was like, I'm just, I want to try really hard. Why is that a bad thing? And, but I, at the same time, I had been pulling like all nighters a couple times a week, 
to get things done. And I was like, well, I'm just motivated and I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. And, and it's also the only time of day where I'm completely uninterrupted. Nobody needs anything from me. You know, I don't have client sessions breaking, breaking things up. I don't have to play with my daughter. Like I love my daughter, but I don't have to entertain her or play with her. I can just really focus on this. Um, and you know, and, and I talked about it with my best friend and she was like, okay, buddy. So like, let's formulate a plan, a plan, you know, her, her Virgo self bringing organization to my chaos. Um, but anyway, so I was starting to notice that a lot more. And whenever my anxiety language starts speaking, starts exhibiting uh, <laughs> its behaviors, I have to kind of backtrack and figure out what is making me feel unsafe or what emotion, emotion am I avoiding? What thing am I avoiding that I feel like I need to protect myself? Um, and so I used this strategy to help me kind of get to the bottom of some of the stuff. And I'm going to share it here with you guys today. So what is emotional memory tracking? So this is a strategy that I use. Essentially, we, uh, me and the client, um, but you can do this on your own. I do it for myself. Is you will take something, a feeling, an emotion that you're having, um, specifically or especially if it is an emotion where you're like, it doesn't really make sense that I'm feeling this way or that, you know, for example, like you might, oh, I, I cried in the grocery store, or like, because the price of cheese went up by 40% or fi- or 40 cents, not 40%, 40 cents or 50 cents or whatever. And you're just noticing more of these behaviors or you're noticing like your anxiety language is starting to speak to you. Um, and you're trying and you're like, but why? Because nothing has, nothing has changed that much air quotes. So like, why am I feeling unsafe? Um, and essentially any emotion that feels overwhelming and feels super intense, especially if the event or the circumstance or environment doesn't necessarily, or wouldn't normally, or would, um, solicit that kind of response from you. And you're kind of like, well, why, what the heck? I don't understand why I'm crying like this, or I don't understand why I'm feeling so angry. I don't understand why I'm feeling, you know, this A, B, and C, that is when this is especially super, super helpful. So what we are going to do is you take that emotion that you, this, whatever the emotion is that you're like, I don't understand this. And you're going to first get yourself super acquainted with this emotion. And then, and the, the way, the best way to do this is I always tell my clients, sit with that feeling, sit with that emotion. And they're like, what do you mean? I remember, um, one of my first clients uh, that I was using this with, she was like, Oh my God, I don't want to sit with that feeling. It's terrible. And I'm like, I know it sucks. It it does. And, and I gave her some strategies to help, to help work through, move through that process that, but I was like, you need to understand what the emotion is in order to dissect it. Um, avoiding it is not going to help you to understand and not going to help you to process it so that it's not controlling your life anymore. And it's not putting you in this survival state to where your anxiety has to take over and live. So how you're going to sit with the emotion and you can do this where like maybe meditation style where you're sitting cross-legged in a quiet space, maybe some like a little bit of calming background noise and you're focusing on the feeling. Um, and you're kind of like asking it like, Oh, what do you want to say? What do you, you know, almost having a conversation with it. Um, 
Or what you can do is you start off with just kind of asking yourself like, okay, how does my body feel in this emotion? Where am I feeling this emotion? And that's usually what I advise my clients to do. And that's usually where I start as well, because our bodies will give us so much information about what emotion we're processing and what we need to know about it. Um, and like as for some people, they might hold a specific emotion like in their stomach or maybe it's like they feel it maybe in a tightness in their shoulders when they're sitting in this emotion or they get a headache. And that can tell us um, different things as well, uh, especially so like if you're talking about like energetic healing stuff or energetic information that will speak wonders. But telling, you know, okay, now when you have connected with your body and your body's like, okay, um, you know, I, I felt into my shoulders and I'm like, okay. And then I'll ask you, okay. I was like, what do your shoulders want to do? What do they feel like they want to do? You felt it in your shoulders. What does that mean? What does it feel like to have it in, to have that emotion in your shoulders or, and to lean into that emotion? What you really want to do is you almost want to be like enveloped in this emotion. You want your entire body to feel into, to lean into this emotion. Once you have asked, you know, yourself, what is, where do I feel it in my body? Okay. What does it feel like in that specific area? What does that specific area want to do when it's sitting in this emotion? You want to start asking yourself questions like, how old do I feel? What, when do I remember, what does this, you know, muscle feel familiar, like the, or the sensation when, how does the sensation feel familiar to me? What does it remind me of? What person comes to mind when I'm sitting in this emotion? When do I remember last feeling this way? And remember that during this process, you want to have a lot of grace with yourself. So for my, my peeps, That especially like I have a friend who's an engineer and he would probably have a harder time with this. But for my peeps who are considered self very logical, have some grace and let whatever shows up, shows up. Emotions aren't necessarily logical. You can't attach numbers to emotions. You can't, you know, you can try to measure them. We try to attach numbers to them for, you know, the great, the purposes of the greater good and, and treatment and all that stuff. But you will never be able to go into somebody else's body and fully feel what they are feeling. And nobody can go into your body and feel what you are feeling. So have grace with yourself and make peace with the fact that maybe it's not going to make sense right away or don't and don't talk yourself out of something. You know, don't talk yourself out of a memory of, of something that comes up. Because all that's going to do is it's going to put you right back into that emotional closet where you're like, I can't touch this emotion or I can't process it because I, you're talking yourself out of it. When I'm working with clients, one of the first things I say is I was like, okay, the first thing that comes to your mind, you're sitting in this emotion. You've been sitting in it for a little while. What is the, who came to mind? What came to mind? What do you, how old do you feel? What environment does this make you remember? Our emotions hold a lot of memory, like a ton And when we are able to connect with the emotion, then you're going to unlock memories that your brain has like sequestered or put way back in, into the, um, the archives, um, or ones that they've like locked in a closet and be like, I'm not going to touch that at all because it's painful or it's this. And 
I don't like it. It feels unsafe. And so as an example, I had a client that I was working with and they're in their fifties and they were talking about the specific like fear that they were having around not being enough or, or, you know, fear around moving forward and changing and creating and, and taking like leaps of faith and things like that. Even though they're like, this is, this is what I want, but now I'm questioning, should I do this or should I do that? And, or should I do that? And they were becoming very anxious and very stressed and very kind of feeling a little bit hopeless. So what we did was I, I told them, I was, I said, okay, let's sit in this emotion for a second. And they told me, you know, where they were feeling it, what they were feeling. And I asked, how old do you feel? And long story short, what ended up, what, what we ended up uncovering and discovering is they were holding on to these emotions from a specific, from a time when they were in middle school, um, decades earlier, and they had switched schools and they felt insecure and like they didn't fit in, that they weren't accepted and that they had to work really hard to prove themselves to fit in. And they were harboring all these blocked, stuck emotions. And it was showing up in every part of their life right now as an adult in their relationships in work in how they approached you know pleasure or hobbies all that kind of stuff and it all came from this one memory and that's all to say like using your emotions to go back and uncover different memories and then exploring that those stuck emotions is going to help you understand the way that your life looks right now. It's going to help you understand anxiety or depressive symptoms, um, the way you interact in relationships, all these things all come from this strategy. And by track, so uh, the reason it's kind of called tracking is you're taking, you know, the goal is to get to the earliest, the earliest memory of this emotion, of this feeling, but you can track it throughout your life and see how things, how your behavior changed, um, how you dealt with it, and in ways in which the emotion was still stuck and it wasn't processed. And that's going to tell you and give you a glimpse um, at what you need to focus on, what you can give to yourself, how you can support and love on yourself and process that emotion in order to free yourself from from being stuck, from, from being afraid of that event, from being afraid of that emotion. So that way you can be more of yourself. And I'm usually talking about this strategy a lot with people when I also talk about the anxiety formula, which I think I might have mentioned in the first episode a little bit, or at least in the episode with the anxiety languages, because it sets up to understand the reason you know, the anxiety language was developed is, and why it's talking to you in that way. And I know I'm going to do an episode down the road that really breaks down the formula for you guys in depth. So now I'm going to share a little bit about how I used it this past weekend and the details of, you know, how I dissected it a little bit. So this past week or so, I gave you a little bit of a background in the beginning of the episode, but I was really struggling with some emotions and I was like, what is this about? Why am I feeling this way? Uh, To the point where I really was struggling to connect with people in general. I was kind of like, 
I guess like going inwards a little bit and kind of wanting to self isolate. And when I've, I usually, whenever I have that desire to be by myself, that there's something that's going on and that I need to kind of sit with an emotion and figure out what's going on. And I, and I also told you, you know, I was noticing these different behaviors, um, relevant to my anxiety language. So what I discovered, um, sitting with myself is so I was reflecting on this emotion of, or this feeling of not necessarily anxiousness, but just on edge. And I haven't felt it in a little while. It's something it's, I used to live in this state all the time, but, and I, I, and when I was sitting with it, I was like, okay, I'm going to connect with this emotion and where I feel it, what I'm specifically feeling, how it's making my body feel when I did that step. So I asked myself, okay, where do I feel it in my body? I usually feel anxiety and stress in my, in one of two places, my stomach and, um, my head. So like I'll I'll get headaches and, and stuff like that. And I was specifically feeling this in my stomach. And so I was like, okay, what is it? What is it feeling like for me? Um, and it kind of felt like my stomach was in knots and that, which tells me like, I'm, I'm nervous about something. Um, and from there I broke it down. Okay. How old do I feel? And I felt back to my early 20s. I mean, I'm only in my, I guess, mid-20s now, but in my early 20s. And it also brought me back to um, a, a fight, a situation that I had had with my boyfriend earlier that week. And what I discovered... <laughs> by following so I followed the emotion back to those two time frames and what I realized is that they were mirroring each other and I had this unprocessed feelings from conversations from situations that I had had with my mom and which were also mirroring themselves in my relationship with my boyfriend and I want to preface this with saying you know my mom is one of the most wonderful giving nurturing women ever, but we've had our issues in our relationship has in the last like eight years, nine years been a little bit more complex. I'll get into my relationship with my mother on another episode in the future, but upon sitting with that feeling and also reflecting on the feelings that I had, with this fight with my boyfriend is what I realized is that there was a mirror of behavior of a behavior pattern that I was not dealing with that I was kind of avoiding the one with my mom and which is not um irregular for me it's not irregular for people in general um because if we feel that things are good in a relationship we're like oh why why stir the boat why um borrow trouble so to speak But because I was ignoring different dynamics and processing and working through the different dynamics with my mom, I, it was forcing me to also ignore and neglect similar 
situations that were showing up in my romantic relationship. And so once I discovered, you know, these specific memories where the emotions were being held, I sat with them and I asked, what do, what do I need? Or what did I need in these situations to feel safe? What did I, what would have made me feel safe enough to express myself or what would have made the stomach ache go away? What would have made me feel better in that situation? And, you know, I, I journaled that down. I, I explored it even more. And I figured out various boundaries that needed to be put in, put in place, as well as a need to speak up, a need to to speak openly without fear of the relationship ending or without fear of of doing something wrong. So when you guys are sitting with these emotions, what I really want you to do when you're asking yourself, like, what did I need or what do I need going forward? It shouldn't just be, you know, what do I need? Okay, insert logical answer. You should be visualizing what different scenarios would feel like and using your body as a telltale sign. Okay, this is what would make me feel safe. This is what would make me feel heard. This is what would make me feel, you know, A, B, and C. And also processing and feeling those emotions from the past and either, you know, for me, reflective journaling is really helpful, especially with working out and understanding why I felt a certain way, um, how it's coming up, how it is impacting my relationship, my behaviors now. And the big thing with me is from this past situation, I did not want to rehash or open up the really big issue I had or this really big fight that my mom and I had had in the spring um, because it was really, it was a really hard one. It was one of those ones that rocks you to your core, you know, and I'm sure everybody rem- can remember at least one or two fights that they've had with their parents, at least in like, if not now, but like in adolescence where it's just really hard and it kind of feels like it's undoing all of the maybe work or the walls that you've built up it was it was pretty it was pretty gnarly one but I had not sat with that I had not processed it since then because I was just trying to go back to business as usual the thing I am always like don't do that with clients I was doing with the situation with my mom because she's my mom and If things are fine, if things are like manageable, then I would take that over, you know, the conversation that we had had when we were having that fight. And so my brain and my body are on edge and they're like looking for any signs of something similar. And essentially like the big signs for me is when someone invalidates my own, like my feelings or someone is I share something with them about how I'm feeling and they like turn it back on me and use it as, as you know, well, this, this, and this, or that, 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 or like essentially are just like, no, like uh, almost like saying like this feeling is wrong or like, you know, this is why A, B, and C, um, they're super big triggers for me. Um, and so the situation with my boyfriend, I was also unable to process that because I was so busy trying to avoid connecting with that issue that I had with my mom 
And when I was like diving, so I was diving into these issues this weekend and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like a lot of the issues that I am having that I've had with my boyfriend mirror some of the issues that I have had with my mom. And we talked about it a little bit. And I also talked about his own, how his own stuff is coming up in the relationship. Cause it is. And that's him and both him and my mom, both like they have these unprocessed things and these unprocessed emotions that they don't want to deal with necessarily. And it shows up in the relationship because they're so easily triggered and him and I had, had talked and sometimes every so often, (laughs) some of our conversations are a little, I'm a little bit more therapy or therapizing in, in a way. And, And so that's what we did. Um, but kind of uncovering like why, he shows up in certain situ like certain conversations in this way. Um, but it was a very powerful thing for me to be able to track those emotions back and, and see how even a fight that I had had a couple months ago was kind of reeking and, and the unprocessed emotions from just in March, March, 2022 are wreaking havoc and directing my behavior and my decisions now and also how I'm holding on to that emotion and I'm on edge and you know that when talking about my anxiety language coming up that's why it was coming up I wasn't feeling safe and that and I wasn't dealing with things and I wasn't creating space for myself because I was so busy trying to disconnect from this other this this past event Hey there, are you tired of feeling like you always have something to prove? Like you are competing against everyone and fighting against life? Like no matter where you go, you just really don't belong? Are you deeply craving acceptance, love, and to actually feel empowered? To have the confidence that everyone talks about all of the time? Do you want to leave the past in the past? Are you tired of just existing and you want to actually feel alive and passionate and purposeful in your life? I've been where you're at, and I'm here to tell you that there is a better life in store for you. In the Alive program, which is a six-month journey to stop pretending and to never be at the mercy of your anxiety again, I give you all of the tools, the support, the resources to create a life that is with mind-blowing confidence and where anxiety is not in the lead, your soul is. Right now, I'm currently holding 15 to 30 minute discovery calls for this program. Doors close August 30th. Head to my website today to schedule your call. So just to rehash what we've discussed today, we're talking about emotional memory tracking. The steps to using this strategy for yourself are identifying the emotion in which you're feeling like, why is this here? Why is this showing up? I shouldn't feel this way. Or, you know, I like, it doesn't really add up sitting and diving into that emotion feeling. What does it feel like in your body? What are you thinking? What person comes up? What place comes up? How old do you feel really breaking it down and dissecting it? And then what memories come up? Even if it's just like a flash of something like, oh, this specific thing. And then like following that trail to a specific memory and um, and diving deeper into like what you were thinking, what you were feeling during that time. Write, and write all of this down. That That is the most helpful thing to for this. I cannot stress reflective journaling enough. 
but writing that all down and then asking yourself, what would make me feel safe? What do, what did I need? What is going to help give me what I feel I am, I am lacking or what would make me feel safe to be myself in these situations? What is, what is my soul asking for in this moment? And really paying attention to what your body is saying. Use visualization. Think of different scenarios that, that were outcomes and how does your body feel with it? You'll know if your body is like, no, I don't feel safe. Um, or yes, this feels better. And a big part of being able to do this is by first sitting with your emotions. If you have not sat with your emotions and you don't know what it feels like when you're sad or when you're angry or when you're afraid, all those kinds of things, it's going to be really hard to use this strategy. I don't use this strategy with clients until we have had at like most of the time until we have had like one or two sessions um, sometimes like a whole month's worth of sessions, um, so that we can get to know what her, what their emotions like look like, feel like what triggers are, because if we don't know, it's going to be really hard to identify the emotion and to be able to like track it. You can, you can, it's not impossible. It just makes it a little bit trickier. So if you are going to do it without knowing a lot about your emotions or how they show up in your life. What you want to do is just focus on the feeling. Don't worry about like identifying it, being like, okay, my stomach feels this very specific way. And then when have I felt this before in the past? And okay, when's the next time? When's the next time? And literally just breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs through your past of when you have felt this exact thing in the exact same part of your body. Um, and I do recommend like sitting by yourself, giving yourself some time and write down whatever comes up. That's how you're going to be able to unlock different memories and really get to the root of it. It's just allowing things to come through. Because the minute you try to shut it down, your brain's going to be like, oh yeah, no, no, no. We're not letting anything in. And usually us being like, oh no, that's not, that couldn't be possible. Is us trying to fight off any trauma, any IEE that is in the past that feels unsafe and scary. So try this this week if you're struggling with some feelings or you're struggling feeling your feelings or understanding, you know, your emotional experience so far. Try to use the strategy and let me know what it's like if you guys have questions, if you're struggling with something, let me know. Reach out. I love hearing from you guys. I love and I love questions. Um, their questions are a really like fun way for me to also like receive intuitive downloads. Um, so all are welcome. <laughs> If you feel super interested or intrigued about what I talked about in today's episode, I highly recommend looking into the Alive Six Month Coaching Program and scheduling just a 15, 30 minute um, discovery call with me to see if the program is right for you. It you, we This is one of the pillars that we use in the program and using this helps you to uncover how your anxiety is speaking to you. Um, you know, we dive deep into your anxiety language. We uncover so much about your past so that you can move through it, process it, and you don't have to be afraid of the future anymore. We give, I give you all of the tools, all of the resources and knowledge to be able to never feel like you are living your life from a place of anxiety again. Your anxiety is not going to be in charge anymore. It's going to be your soul. And it's going to, like going through the program is going to 
leave you with mind-blowing confidence and just this peace of knowing yourself and knowing that you are taking up space in this world, the sense of belonging and acceptance and love. And I'm so excited for you guys. There's only three spots left. Doors close tomorrow. So if you want to get in on this, schedule your discovery call today or reach out to me with any questions that you have. I'm so, so excited. The sessions will officially start September 5th. So it's really important um, that you schedule your discovery call with me today. And all that information is going to be in the show notes of this episode. You can find out more on my website or you can DM me with um, the word alive on Instagram. It's at Anna Marie Green, LLMSW. Let me know, reach out to me. I'm so excited to help transform your life and to just bring you to this new place of actually living and not just existing. But that's all I have for you guys today. I hope you loved this episode and I hope that the examples that I provided were helpful in understanding what emotional memory tracking is, how I use it, why it is such a transformational and powerful tool to use alongside you know, your, the knowledge about your anxiety language and the anxiety formulas and just maintenance of your emotional and mental health. And as talked about in last week's dream episode, I did make a freebie for decoding your dreams. And on my website under freebies, it is called Decode Your Dreams. It is a workbook, um, 10 questions on breaking down, dissecting your dreams and pulling out the answers. It is super great. It'll help apply the things that I talked about in last week's episode. Head to my website today. The link is in the show notes and get your free workbook today. Um, I'm so excited for you guys. And again, I am offering those dream healing sessions. You can schedule until September 1st at 11.59 p.m. It's only $110 for a 45-minute session. So exciting. I don't know when I'll open these up again because the <laughs> the scheduling is going to be so crazy in the upcoming months, especially with the Alive program start starting off. So schedule your appointment today. Get in there. Um, I'm so excited to work with you guys and just help you up-level your life in a way that makes you feel so powerful and so free. You know, instead of feeling on edge, instead of feeling like someone else is making the decisions, instead of feeling like you have something to prove, just feeling free in life. With that being said, have a great day, guys. I can't wait to hear from you. Always, you know, I love hearing your comments about each episode. So feel free to reach out on Instagram. I will see you next week. If you liked what you've heard today or any of this resonated, make sure to share, rate, and subscribe to this podcast. Every rating, every good review, and every share matters so much and means the world to me. Thank you guys for your continued support. See you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you are struggling with reoccurring or emotionally intense vivid dreams, I have something to tell you. You're currently experiencing some type of problem that you consciously are afraid to deal with or you refuse to deal with for one reason or another. And your subconscious mind is trying to let you know what the problem is and also trying to give you the answers to it. 
our subconscious mind has so many messages for us that sometimes consciously we feel too afraid to connect with and to apply that wisdom into our life. A way to get that wisdom without it feeling so scary is using our dreams. And that's why our brains do that. And I understand that out there, there's so much information that it can feel overwhelming trying to figure out and interpret your own dreams, which is why I I am offering for a limited time dream healing sessions, 45 minute sessions. We break down, decode, dissect all the different aspects of your dreams, pull out the messages and the answers to your problems in this session and you'll leave having one to three steps on how to apply the messages apply the answers and implement whatever your subconscious is asking you to do with this problem you'll also get the recording of the of the session so that it's more you can go back to it and refer to it as you need because i love dream interpretation so much and i'm so excited about how enthusiastic you guys have been about it i'm all offering these sessions for only 110 dollars So go onto my website today, schedule your session, and let's uncover these answers to your problems. Let's face your fears together. I'll see you then. Have a great week. Bye-bye.